0: This episode is sponsored by Politics and War, the online political strategy game where you get to create your own country and compete with thousands of other players diplomatically, militarily, and economically.
1: Yes, Politics and War is a free to play with limited
2: microtransactions to ensure that the game is fair and not pay to win. Play for free in your browser at politicsandwar.com or download the Politics and War app on the App Store or Google Play Store. That's Politics and War.
1: I've I've never had Lacroix so I don't know what it's like. I've had it. it, it, t- it, t- it it's it made so disappointing. <laughs> it
2: was terrible. Did you spit it out? Or did you I didn't. It I, I I'm I don't spit. <laughs> I swallow. <laughs> 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 oh yeah. gosh. Yeah, okay, right. okay. 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 <laughs> okay. Oh, that's on the recording.
0: Okay. 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 okay.
2: exploring middle earth is a lord of the rings lore podcast where my friends and i talk all about tolkien's works my name is zach norman i'm the resident tolkien idiot of the podcast you guys know how it goes huge fan of lord of the rings seen all the movies tons of times But when it comes to the books uh not so much and since this is our special um thanksgiving episode thanksgiving's right around the corner for us um my favorite food uh we're gonna do favorite foods my favorite food when it comes to thanksgiving time is corn, just corn, plain old corn, sweet corn. Grandma makes some good just, corn.
1: That's a good one. Uh, not corn. on the cob. That's a year-round one of too. Corn on the not cob. just Thanksgiving. Oh,
2: well, like I kind of like it, but also you can't eat corn on the cob and also have a dry face after you're done eating corn on the cob. So, you know,
0: unless you just eat corn no, on the cob dry. No, no,
2: can't corn on the cob. do it.
1: <laughs> no, what do you do? The you could do the. Th- You could do the thing where you hold the cob vertically and cut and cut with a knife, slice down.
2: Exactly, and And that's what I prefer to do. But that's not corn on the cob at all. That's corn off the cob. So kind of dumb on your part.
0: Nothing like grandma's corn, huh? (laughs) Wait, you like the corn but not the cob? I do like the (laughs) corn but not the cob. (laughs) All right, Uh, I'm Grant. I'm the uh, resident Tolkien expert. I've read a good majority of the books. There's just a few I haven't read, i.e., History of Middle Earth. But that's all obscure lore.
1: That's that's neither here
0: nor there. That's, that's <laughs> neither here nor there. Uh, and I've watched all the movies, extended edition. You know how that goes. How many times? Uh, I think twice. Twice? Yeah. Nice. Well, the extended editions oh. at least. I've watched oh. the other ones more. Oh. But uh, And then in terms of uh, Thanksgiving food, I'd have to say my favorite Thanksgiving food would be any sort of casserole. I'd say green bean casserole or sweet potato Interesting. casserole. Interesting. And the funny thing is my wife Hates casseroles. Wife? Wife? Yeah. Whoa. You have a wife? That's yeah. news. Oh. Surprising. Oh, yeah. She just hates casseroles, and I love casseroles. Really? Yeah. Any type? Yeah. Is there a reason behind it? It's just food. Oh, it's good.
1: Oh. Well, <laughs> oh, no, reason behind her hating did casseroles.
0: A, did a casserole, <laughs> did a casserole kill her parents? Well, <laughs> she, uh, I don't know, she just doesn't, she's not a big fan of her food kind of, oh. like, together, like a bunch of different foods, like in one meal, yeah, like, yeah, I, I guess, feel that. like put together. I don't know. Would
1: she eat a casserole if all the ingredients were separate? That's not a casserole, though. Yeah, but it's before a casserole.
2: A pre. The ingredients to a casserole.
0: Pre roll. A, a pre roll.
1: Uh, my name's Jay, and I'm uh not the resident expert, but I'm not the resident idiot, so you could call me, uh the I didn't think <laughs> the, <laughs> the resident, uh the resident the average. Resident average. I'm just a resident dude on this podcast. Um, I've read. Uh, the main story books and a few of the extra lore books. Nothing like Grant. A lot more than Zack, though. Uh, I've watched all the movies but uh, with my eyes closed <laughs> and I was sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> but then I did re-watch, re-watch the first one, uh, The Fellowship of the Ring, a few weeks ago. And then, fun fact, I started Two Towers two times in between when I watched the last one started. and uh, today. And I've gotten to the... I've gotten to the same spot and then turned it (laughs) off because I had something else to do. And it's when they, uh, it's when Frodo and Sam and Gollum get to the, uh, the gates, what are they called? Gates of... Oh, the black gates. Black gates, yeah. They get there. And then I get distracted. Um, so yeah. But, um, my, for my favorite Thanksgiving food, um, it is... It has to be mashed potatoes. Nice. That's right. It has That's a to tried be. and true classic. That's a good answer. That's a good yeah. answer. But I'm going to be honest. When we were trying to come up with them, I couldn't think of anything, so I Googled <laughs> And then I was like, oh, I like mashed potatoes. <laughs> I remember that. But yeah, mashed That's potatoes. Funny. So what was it? Mashed potatoes for me, uh, casserole for Grant, yeah, casserole. and uh, corn off the cob for Zach. That's right.
2: So those are our food. now. Oh, you... do you know what's
1: good? Corn in... Mashed potatoes is also good. That is really good. With gravy? Yes. With gravy, yes. Oh, yeah.
0: And turkey. And turkey. And see, casserole. <laughs> see, like like I said, I love casseroles. That's pretty much a casserole you, right there. you got to yeah.
2: respect the corn, though. I, I can't mix it with mashed potatoes. It's too disrespectful to the corn.
0: What's up with you not liking mixed things, Zach?
1: Huh? <laughs> I'm just not a fan what, of mixed do you, foods. Do you, do you do? You put butter on your corn,
2: or do you have it naked like you have your wings? <laughs> hey, you don't need to out me for my <laughs> wing-eating habits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I do butter the the corn. It's got to have butter, it's got to have salt, maybe a little pepper. Okay, that's know? respectful.
0: That's respectful. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Yes. I'll, I'll butter and well, salt my wings. Why don't we get into the podcast? Yeah, I guess we could get into the podcast. Yeah. But Jay and Grant have been dragging me along on a quest to discover more of J.R.R. Tolkien's vast legendarium as we explore Middle-Earth piece by piece. Today's topic is the food and drink of Middle-Earth.
1: Okay. Well, I'm going to start us off uh, with the food topic. I'm going to talk about the cakes um, and all the little different types of cakes and breads there are in uh, in Lord of the Rings and The Hobbits. Mm, Who doesn't love yummy. a good cake? Mm. I'm talking about the food cake. Not yeah, food? but... Yeah. Okay. So I, yeah I like cakes. Um,
2: talking
1: about? I'm talking about, like, booty cheek cake. Oh. <laughs> that's what I was talking about. Nah, but that's, that's not cake. what I'm talking about. I'm talking about... Well, now I'm uh, confused. Are we way. talking? about... <laughs> we're, <or> now... <laughs> we're talking about uh, uh, food cake, um, and the first cake we're going to talk about is cram. Um, it doesn't sound like it's good, and it's not good. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna read a. I'm gonna read an extract from The Hobbit, where uh, Bilbo. Well, actually, the narrator talks about it. Talks about what cram is. So this Which is... would be Bilbo. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Expert, Jesus. You know he actually wrote <laughs> these books. Okay, so Bilbo. No, oh, Grant did.
2: No, Bilbo. Oh, oh, <laughs> no, not
1: me. Okay, in chapter, th- in chapter thirteen of The Hobbit, when they are on the Lonely Mountain and they're just trying to, they're just trying to do their thing and get in there, um, Bilbo mentions a, uh, the breakfast they have, which is cram and water, and then in a parentheses he talks about what cram is. So I'm going to read an extract from that. Uh. Should I do, do I have to do a voice?
2: Yes, you have to it's do a, narrator, a voice. So. It's really important that you do okay. a voice. Okay,
1: so this is Bilbo telling us what cram is. If you want to know what cram is, I can only say that I don't know the recipe, but it is biscuitish, keeps good indefinitely, and is supposed to be sustaining, and is certainly not entertaining, being in fact very uninteresting, except as a chewing exercise. It was made by the Lake Men for long journeys. Uh, so that's, that's just a snippet <laughs> of what cram is. That was the
0: perfect noble voice. <laughs> thank, you, thank you, so good. Uh,
1: so yeah, so that's pretty much cram is. It's literally just this, uh, bread that just sustains for a long time. It doesn't go bad unless it gets wet. Um, and, uh. Same. It, <laughs> no cram. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it was it was made by the men of the lake, uh, like the men of Asgroth and Dale, um, and they also shared the recipe with Dwarves of the Lonely Mountain, which isn't uh, that crazy, because the recipe is probably just flour, uh, water, and salt, because it's pretty much just bare minimum bread, but <laughs> it was very nutritious and used uh, for sustenance on long journeys, but it's not very appealing and doesn't taste very good, uh, because it's just flour, salt, and water, um, but... They, uh, they had to eat it because they could take it on the journey. It, it would last a long time, but uh, it wasn't very good. But this next one I'm gonna talk about is a little better, and they are called honey cakes. Um, and uh, Zach, could you tell me who makes the honey cakes?
2: Do you remember? Is it? Um, it's in this the is movies. This gonna be really stupid. What'd you say? I know it's, it's in the, the movies. movies. This one I know. Uh, I have a. I have a in guess. The movie. I have a guess. It's going to be stupid if it's wrong. Is it... And I don't even remember her name, but is it the Lady Hobbit? Oh, you already got Sam? it wrong. It's not a lady. No. No. Yeah, I don't
1: know. It's him. Bjorn, the, the bear guy. Oh. And that's kind of why why there's honey in it, because he's kind of like a bear. Oh, that's... Little, also, him. he has like a bunch of beehives. Yeah. Because he's a bear. Yeah. Um, <laughs> not a bear to be around, but he makes good honey cakes. And I'm going to read another extract. Um, I don't really remember the voice I did, so I might uh, get it wrong, but this is a totally different voice. Different voice. I'm... <clears throat> okay, uh, this is uh, Bilbo uh, talking again because he talks all the time in this book. Um, this is him explaining, uh, this is when Gandalf is uh, telling him the provisions. He's going to leave them when he leaves them with Bjorn, the uh, dwarfs and Bilbo. And he starts naming off uh, different types of food and then he uh, says twice bake honey cake or twice baked cakes which are the honey cakes and um, this is what it says it says uh, twice baked cakes that would keep good a long time and on little of which they could uh, march far the making of these was one of his secrets but uh, one of his being beyonds uh, but honey was in them as in most of his foods and they were good to eat though they made one thirsty uh, so They're kind of like cram, but better, Um, and they do make you thirsty, and I think that's kind of like the honey. The honey would make you thirsty, and they're kind of dry, too. Uh, I know this because Grant and I made them a few weeks ago off the uh, (laughs) Binging with Babish recipe. Which is really good. Grant, why don't you say how you felt about it? How did you like them?
0: I felt really good. I mean, they turned out really well. They turned out how I thought they were going to turn out. They were pretty crumbly, though, because they were, yeah. like Jay said, they were pretty dry. But the honey in them, we put a little uh, lemon zest in them, too. Mm-hmm. and it, So they were pretty, they had like a little they had a little bit of a zing, you know. Yeah. It was really good, though. And then we put like kind of a honey uh, glaze over glaze it, too. Over, yeah. It was really good.
1: Yeah, but um, mm-hmm. they're twice baked because you bake it. Partially as a loaf, then you cut it up into slices, then put it back in the oven or the fire. You don't put it in the fire you bake, but they would put it close to the fire and bake it again. And uh, having it twice baked just gives it a different texture, which is pretty good. So I Grant and I both thought they were pretty good. Probably better than cram. We haven't had cram. Um, but similar to cram and lembas, which is another bread I'll talk about later, um, they're sustaining and they keep fresh for a long time. Um, and they are tastier than cram, but they tend to make you thirsty, like Bilbo said. But they're just a more tasty alternative to, uh, cram, which, uh, I would choose honey cakes over cram.
0: Definitely. Yeah.
1: I mean, i choose honey cakes over a lot of things. So it was really good. Um, you can find that <laughs> recipe on the Binging with Babish's YouTube channel, his Lord of the Rings special. But that's where we got it from. Uh, another cake I'm going to talk about. Oh, shout out. Yeah, shout out. Please shout. Like, <laughs> shout out. <laughs> with okay, so another so that was a fish. shout out <laughs>
2: yeah
1: <laughs> yeah thank you zach thank, thank you, you Zach um of course the next one i'm gonna talk about uh is seed cake which uh Bilbo makes uh it's not there's not a lot about it but seed cake is a real um a real uh type of cake that has a recipe because uh uh tolkien uh based a lot of these foods off of like, British foods and foods he would have had when he was a kid or growing up. So, like, not very good food. I guess, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I I found this... Uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I found this British recipe for a uh, uh, sausage cake, and it's literally just cake, but you have sausage in it. Like, uh, you fry up sausage and put it in the cake. And that's just another... Uh, that's just another... British thing that... That's I'm just like, another uh. genius British invention. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but this is about seed cakes and the seed cakes were made with caraway seeds um and i'm going to read another extract uh where bilbo well this isn't bilbo talking about this is um this is right in the hobbit when the dwarfs start showing up and they're asking for food and drink um and uh, this is Balin, and he says a little beer would suit me better if it's all the same to you my good sir (laughs) said Balin with the white beard but i don't mind some cake seed cake if you have any Bilbo found himself answering <laughs> to his own surprise, and he found himself scuttling off to, to the cellar to fill a pint beer mug, and then to the pantry to fetch two beautiful round seed cakes, which he had baked that afternoon for his after-supper morsel. So, uh, you can tell that Bilbo does like seed cake, and it it does sound pretty good, because it's just pretty much uh, cake with season. it kind of, like, it kind of, I imagine, like, poppy seeds, like, did you Cake say they were right? made with I'm thinking caraway like an seeds? everything bagel? Oh yeah. Yeah. What it's an everything bagel. Seed? But like
0: just Google it, dude. Yeah, just Google it. <laughs> which I'm doing right now.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but um they uh, from reading, they do with uh these seed cakes or just these different types of cakes. They either have tea or beer with them. Um Zach's gonna talk more about the drinks, but that's usually what sure they and. pair with these cakes. Yes. And then the last cake I'm going to talk about is white cake, uh, which is just mentioned. Oh, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> which is just mentioned very briefly in the first chapter of *The Return of the King* when Pippin is in Gondor. It's pretty. It's it's there's nothing special. They just say um, all the stuff they bring out, and one of the things they mention is white cake. So that's all they mention about it. But that's just another uh, type of cake they talk about. So so far we have cram, honey cake, seed cake and white cake. Um, but we're probably going to talk about the most probably the most important food in Lord of the Rings which is lembas bread. Um, so lembas bread um, if you were to make it in real life it'd be kinda like cram it's just flour water and salt but you'd it's just thin uh, pieces of bread it's not a loaf of bread. Um, so it's a little more than flour water and salt. Um, and it's also called in the common speech way bread um, but it's shaped into thin cakes and it's very nutritious and stays fresh for months. Uh, if it's kept in its leaf wrappings, you see it in the movie, they put them in leaf wrappings, which I think is kind of cool. Yeah. That's kind of, I wish, I wish they like actually did that, but also it, I feel like the leaves would it stay good for a while. Probably what not. You'd have to find some very clean leaves too. But, um, that's just what else do is they just have clean leaves around. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so Lembas, like Honeycake and Cram, they... It lasts a long time and it sustains whoever eats it. But uh, according to the people who eat it, it tastes a lot better than cram and honey cakes. Um, one of those people being uh, Gimli, which I'll read an extract of him talking about in a little bit. But um, it's Lembas, The recipe is a closely guarded secret, um, and only on rare occasions do they give uh, the Lembas like Lembas to people or to non else and they. Uh, I don't think they ever give the, uh, recipe to anybody, uh, who's not an elf. Um, so it's like a, it's a very secret recipe, but, um, it apparently tastes very good and, uh, can sustain you for a long time. Um, in the movie, Legolas says, uh, a bite of lembas is enough to fill the stomach of a grown man, but he doesn't say that in the book. Um, in the book, uh, it says, uh, one whole cake is sufficient for a full day's march. So... Uh, in the movie, it's just a bite, but uh, in the book, it's one piece of Lembas bread. Um, but uh, Gladriel gives a large store of Lembas to the Fellowship um, when they're leaving uh, from Lothlorien, and that's a big deal because, like I said, they don't usually share uh, Lembas with other non-elves. So uh, it was a big deal for her to give them all that, and it did help a lot in their uh, journey. But I'm going to quick read that extract of... Uh, when, this is when Galadriel gives them the Lembus bread, and, uh, Gimli has it, uh, for the first time. Uh, oh, I wanna and hear so, Gimli voice. uh, oh, I don't remember how Gimli, or what Gimli sounds like. Sounds like the, um, the stereotypical but I'm just gonna go. dwarf.
0: That still only counts as one. Yeah! Okay, I'll, t- I'll try that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is in the Fellowship of the Ring the Farewell to, uh, Lorien chapter. Um, this is where they're leaving and they're being given, uh, the fellowship is being given the lembas. And it says, the food was mostly in the form of very thin cakes, made of a meal that was baked a light brown on the outside, and the inside was the color of cream. Gimli took up one of the cakes and looked at it with a doubtful eye. Gram, he said under his breath as he broke off a crisp corner and nibbled at it. His expression quickly changed, and he ate all the rest of the cake with relish. Uh, no more, no more, cried the elves laughing. You have eaten enough already for a long day's march. I thought it was only a kind of cram, such as a dale men uh, make for journeys in the wild, said the dwarf. So it is, they answered, but we call it lembas, or waybread, and it is more strengthening than any food made by men, it is more pleasant than cram, in all accounts. Indeed it is, said Gimli. Why, it is better than the honey cakes of Bjorns. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I was like, for a second, I was like, did I supposed to read farther or no? But yeah, so... Gimli compares it to cram and um, the uh, honey cakes, and he says it's better than both of them. And it's so Lembas is just like the elves' version of uh, cram, but uh, as always, the elves do it a lot better than the men and dwarfs do it. So Lembas is actually a very tasty thing. But there is a um, uh, there's a religious connection to it too uh, that I want to talk about that is an interesting way of looking at it. So, if, for a little background, if you don't know, Tolkien was a uh, Roman Catholic, and that was a big part of his identity, was that he was a Catholic, and, um, he said in a letter that he, uh, didn't write Lord of the Rings as an allegory, like a Christian allegory, but, uh, there are still parts of his story that can, uh, can be derived from, uh, his faith, and, um, so uh, Lembas bread is, is one of those. So Tolkien wrote a lot of letters, and there's a book of the collection of his letters. And in that book, one of the letters he wrote to his editor, um, he was talking about uh, the Lord of the Rings in uh, the edits he wants to make and all that. So this is from his letter 210, um, and he says, he's talking about Lembas. He says that it also has much larger significance of what one might hesitantly call a religious kind. And uh, later in a letter uh 213, he's writing about uh, why he doesn't want to give facts about his life and uh, how he wants the readers to figure it out for themselves. So he's talking about uh, his background and what the readers can derive from it. And he says, or more important, I am a Christian, which can be deducted from my stories and, in fact, a Roman Catholic. The latter fact perhaps cannot be deducted, though by one critic, by letter, asserted that, The inconventions of Elbereth and the character of Galadriel, as directly described or through the words of Gimli and Sam, were clearly related to the Catholic devotion to Mary. Um, And then he says, Another saw in Waybread, Lembas, is equal to the Vatican, in a reference to its feeding the will, and being more potent when fasting, uh, derived from the Eucharist. So, uh, the Eucharist, also referred to communion, is uh, a ceremony commemorating the last supper in which bread and wine are consumed and the bread represents the body of christ and the wine represents his blood and in uh uh and it's supposed to be like a a life-giving bread and it's the bread of life and that's what lembas is to the elves and the uh people of middle earth and then another connection uh is with the word vaticum which is the ceremony um Tolkien states that Lembus is derived from Vatican, which means uh for the way in Latin. And Lembus is also called uh way bread. Oh. So that's just like another connection. And then there's a last nice. connection to it. Um uh Catholics are instructed not to receive the Eucharist in the state of mortal sin, which means they've knowingly sinned but haven't repented, and evil creatures cannot eat Lembus bread, um, because there's evil in them, and Lembus is like uh Pure and unevil, uh, creation, just like Sam's rope, uh, Gollum can't touch Sam, or it burns him because it's like a pure creation, and Gollum is evil. So in the same way that Lembas is pure, and Gollum is evil, so that's just like a close or a connection between uh, Tolkien's faith and what he put into his books. Um, not all of that is uh, Tolkien didn't explicitly say all of that, other than that there is a connection there. But those are just a few things I found about that. But um, that's all I have for the cakes and the breads, um, which they all sound pretty good other than cram. Uh, what do you guys think?
2: Would you guys eat all of them? I would eat all of them. I would, I would try. I would shove Lambus oh. bread in my face. <laughs> I would eat that. Okay. No doubt. Yeah, but only. I'd eat like would you four. Eat it? Uh... I'd eat four a day. <laughs>
1: okay. Jeez. Okay.
0: I would try the cram, but I probably don't think it would be very good. But yeah, I would definitely eat all of that.
1: Yeah. Well, why don't we why don't we pass it on to Zach for uh, the drinks? Uh, Uh, Drink expert Zach. Absolutely.
2: Um, All of these dry breads are really gonna you know dry you out, so you need a little little liquid to uh, wet your wet your throat after you've chopped down on the breads. Wet your
1: whistle. (laughs) Yeah. That's good. That's a good transition, Zach. (laughs) That's a good
2: transition. So, um, with that said, um, before we get into what, what were people in Middle Earth drinking, I got a couple little pieces of vocabulary, stuff that not everyone might be familiar with. So I just thought I'd bring it into the vernaculars of our, um, listeners, uh, just two terms. The first one is drought, which is just the British version of the word draft, uh, basically the, a draft or brew of alcohol. And then a cordial, which is a strong, sweet alcoholic liquor, usually drunk after a meal. So it's a kind of sweet liquor. Um, With those, fresh. Do you think it's kind of
1: ironic that? Oh, do you think it's ironic, kind of ironic that drought means an absence of water and it also means uh, (laughs) beer or alcohol? That is ironic. Interesting. Yes. Yes. Interesting. Interesting take on British vernacular.
2: Um, so what, (laughs) so what did people in Middle Earth drink? Well, uh, it varies. Obviously, I'm pretty sure most people drink water, but beyond that, um, if they, if they ate honey cakes, they did, especially if they ate honey cakes or they had a sweet cordial or something to go along with it. Um, but you see with hobbits, they partook of um some wine and beer. Beer was a popular drink at different pubs. The Green Dragon, for example, pubs throughout the Shire and Brie. Um elves of course drank wine, um and uh Miravor, which we'll talk a little bit about in Lorien and Imladris. Um Dorwinian was a um place that was known quite well for its um wine. It had famous wines that were imported by elves in the halls of Thrandwill and Mirkwood, um, the men of Dale and Lake Town, and the dwarves of the Lonely Mountain and Iron Hills. Um, So, Dorwinian is kind of this elven city that's famous for the wine that they produced. Um, And then you have, like, uh, the orcs. They would drink grog, um, but also uh, we we see in the books um, they have a kind of orcish drought or orcish drink um that makes an appearance and um Ents uh had a special Ent drought which we'll talk about um but first I want to talk I about I like the Ent drought I do like the Ent drought I've never had it it's just my favorite part of the book
1: is when Mary and Pippin yeah. drink it or the that's one of my favorite parts <laughs> one of your favorite parts is Not when that they get be,
2: forced be, to that'd... drink Ent drought <laughs> yeah that's that'd be weird if that was my favorite part of the book but that's just <laughs> I like that part <laughs> um but Miravor, let's talk a little bit about Miravor. What was it? It was this um, kind of uh, elven drink that renewed the strength of the drinker. It was known to be warm and fragrant. They would drink it at festivals. Um, both of the Dunedain and orcs kind of had drinks like this, but Miravor was known to be um, the most potent of these kind of um, reviving cordials. Um, Elrond gave Gandalf some of it before the Fellowship, left from Rivendell. And in the books, we see Gandalf um, pass this on to the members of the Fellowship as needed. First on Caradhras, next when they stopped to rest, and lastly just inside the gates of Moria. Um, It was also the cordial of the Valar, as Tolkien revealed in the War of the Jewels. Um, So that's what I have for Miravor. Um, For Ent Drought, um, not much is known about it. It's made from river water, probably mixed with some other stuff. Um, They would keep it in these large stone jars, (laughs) (laughs) and uh, they would pour it into big drinking bowls, big for you know people of our size. uh, But obviously, they're ants, so they're like normal-sized bowls. Um, After drinking the drought, ants would usually prefer to lie down so that the drink would not immediately rise to their heads. And it's said to come in two varieties. We kind of see it in two different forms in the books um, as a kind of refreshing elixir and more of a nourishing one. Um, And the only time in recorded Middle-earth history that a non-ent took the ent drought was when Merry and Pippin took it while in Fangorn Forest. Um, And because because of drinking this, it caused them to grow into the largest hobbits in the Shire each gained several inches to their height um, and that's Entdrought. drought and then of course there's orc drink um, as it's called it doesn't really have an official name but it's kind of known as like the orc drink even less is known about orc drink than drought um, it appears when uh, Mary and Pippin are being carted along by the uh, by the orcs um, it was given to them by Ulook Um, and it gives them a kind of strength, um, as they're being taken to Isengard. Um, it's described as having a burning sensation when drunk. It gives Mary a a kind of hot, fierce glow inside. And it also, um, kind of dulled the pain in his body, um, which enabled him to stand and carry on. Um, but despite its invigorating nature... It's not very filling, which is why you need some, you know, cakes and stuff to fill up um, while ingesting these liquids. I don't know where you'd get orc drink unless you... Good callback,
0: good callback.
2: Yeah. Do you,
1: well, I, do you know what I imagine, like, orc drink is? You know, at, like, airports or just other places where you have to, you can't fly with liquid, so huh, you have Oh, the to, jungle juice. Yeah, you have to pour <laughs> it out into, you pour it out into the container oh and then gosh. they, like, recycle it or whatever. I feel like that's what orc drought is. It's just a, a mixture of all this other stuff, and then it's just uh, this dark, spicy drink. Dude.
2: Dark, spicy drink. That's funny.
0: It's just it's just spiked airport jungle juice.
2: <laughs> so are you telling me that if I drank airport jungle juice, um, I would be instilled with a hot, fierce glow, and my bodily pain would be dulled? Yeah,
0: but then you almo- also might die within the next few hours. so <laughs>
2: But I mean, you got to give and take. Yeah, you know, it's 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 all about that yeah. balance, really. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: that's how you stay healthy. Health is true. all about balance, dude. But that's depends on how it, you got to drink. Some jungle juice, but not too much.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's kind of what I have for the the drinks of um, Middle Earth, though.
1: Do you think? Yeah. Do you think? Um, <laughs> wait, so what was it you talked about? Beer, wine. We, we uh, mentioned and beer love, and wines. And, uh,
2: we mentioned the Elven um, cordial, Miravore, Ant um, Drought, and Orc Drink.
1: I would. I really want to try Ant Drought because I feel like it would taste really good. Um, I don't need to, like get any more taller, but I feel like it tastes good. Yeah. Maybe I'd be like, "Can you give me like one that's not like, gonna make me taller, but just tastes good, or it's kind of like non-alcoholic
0: <laughs> drink, oh like my those gosh.
1: like what's that called?" It's just non-alcoholic... Like,
0: you can get non-alcoholic beer or, like, whiskey or... It'd be, like,
1: non-alcoholic beer, but it's just... You don't get a gross spurt. But I just want to know what it tastes like. Yeah. Yeah. That's one thing. That's why it's one of my favorites, is because I really want to know what alcohol
2: tastes like. (laughs) Oh, okay. That's why you you like that part of the book. You know, like, fruit water, where it's, like... It's just Mm -hmm. water, but it's... Oh, no, I don't like fruit water. I think (laughs) it tastes like fruit water, though. Like, Like, I imagine... Because it, it, it's like made from river water, and they put some other things in. I think it's like an earthy, fruity water.
1: That kind of makes sense. Maybe it's
2: carbonated. Yeah. All right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's Lacroix. <laughs> oh, gross. <Ew. laughs> it's just LaCroix.
2: Ew. Listeners, if you're holding I, a I'm can never... of Lacroix right now, throw it out. Do yourself a favor. I've I've never had Lacroix, so I don't know what It's LaCroix not. I've had it. it, 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 like, it it's it made so disappointing. <laughs> it was terrible. Did you spit it out or did you I keep it? I didn't. I I don't spit. <laughs> I swallow. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. Okay, right. okay. 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 Oh, that's on okay. the recording. Okay. Now. Okay.
1: Okay. Well, why don't we take an ad break and then we'll let <laughs> Grant take all the miscellaneous yeah, foods. Yeah. When we come so we'll back, I will after be gone ad. and
2: <laughs> that's,
0: uh... that will be faded, man. <laughs> faded. He got that ant drought in his system.
2: Yeah.
1: Hey everyone, have you been wondering where you can see the behind the scenes of this podcast or correct us when we inevitably get something wrong in the podcast? Well, I'm here to let you know. You can find us on Instagram at exploringmiddle__earth or on Twitter at expmiddleearth. If you don't want to look those up, links to both of those will be in the show notes.
0: Take it away! Oh, that's me. Okay. Take <laughs> it's it away, you. me!
2: Welcome back, (laughs) listeners. Um, I hope you enjoyed our advertisement. I'm sure it was for a wonderful (laughs) product or service. No,
1: Zach, no. This was for our Instagram and Twitter, our social media, MySpace. MySpace. I don't mention it. This was not
2: a scripted bit. Oh.
1: Huh? What
0: the heck, dude? Uh, Yes, and... Have... Have we mentioned that you can go on Spotify, like, on your phone and answer? Like, there's a and a of what, we want, what you guys want yeah, Grant, to talk about, about Yeah, Grant, we just talked about it in it, the ad. You said it in the last episode, right? Or is yeah. it in the ad? It's not in the ad. No, okay. no but, okay. but, but it, it is now because right I just now, cause said, said talking it. About right? it.
1: <laughs> no, yeah. I'm not taking the time to Dang read it. the ad.
0: Yeah, so go on Spotify on your phone, and uh, there's a little Q&A at the bottom of the episode description, and you can tell us what you guys want to hear. I know there's already two answers. Uh, one of them was me. <laughs> so.
2: Wait, what did you put?
1: <laughs> I don't remember. It was, he put the Silmarils. Oh, and Grant's Silmarils. mom said, <laughs> no. uh, "What did she say? She said something about um. Let me see. It was something about uh." Unsung heroes, uh, unsung and, heroes, and, and leading ladies, and leading ladies, which I think leading ladies would be a that's good a one. That's pretty good, yeah. actually. A Not good the rules. That was a
0: dumb one, Grant. <laughs> I told I told my mom that those are really good. Yeah. I just put one in just to kind shout of, out to Grant's mom. I just put one in just to make it seem like someone was answering. <laughs> <but> <laughs> I got I got
2: <laughs> so excited. I am like, somebody answered?" It's <laughs> it just like, Grant and his mom. Well,
0: my mom actually, my mom actually put one in. Yeah, and it that's was a, a good we answer. We should so, do yeah, that yeah, one
2: first, in March for Women's History Month.
0: Yeah.
1: Or or just whenever. Yeah, yeah cuz women's months women's is all time. Yeah, every women's year history is, year. is every the future's year. The future is female, Zach.
0: The future is female. Girl power, baby. Yeah. Okay, let's get I'm a f- I'm a fem boss. Let's get, <laughs> okay, going let's, get let's get going. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyways. So, Zach just talked about the uh, drinks, all the the beers and wines and other <sighs> stuff like that of uh That's the
2: sound of drinking. Middle Earth.
0: I think I think uh, Sam and all the other hobbits mentioned a lot of good beer that was in uh, Bree or in like the Green Dragon in the Shire too. So that was I don't know if you mentioned that at all. Did
1: did you know you can actually like you know you can visit Hobbiton? Yeah. The Green Dragon is a uh, it's open and you can go and they actually make. um, I don't know. I can't remember what it is, but it's a certain beer they mentioned in the book. (laughs) Certain beer they mentioned (laughs) in the book and they only brew it there, so it's like a
0: special brew. They is it Green
2: Dragon beer.
0: I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) You tell me. All right, so I'm going to be talking about... Sorry, I was just burping. I'm so sorry. That was Someone's had a little too much green dragon beer. Right? Right? Am I right? Is Uh... he right? I don't know. Uh... (laughs) Oh, Oh, yes. Uh, Yeah, so (laughs) anyways. So I'm going to be talking about just kind of uh, miscellaneous uh, food items that are mentioned within the writings of Tolkien. Uh, one of these was the salted pork that was found in uh, the storehouses of Isengard by Merry and Pippin. So the, uh, the Ents, uh, after being aroused to go destroy uh, the, the fortress of uh, Isengard uh, by Merry and Pippin, Merry and Pippin kind of encouraged them to do that because they are like, well, you know, these orcs are kind of chopping down your woods. You should probably do something about it. Anyways, so after they had a little bit too much Ent drought in them, they went down to uh, Isengard and, uh, after that was all taken care of, they, uh, they, they needed something to eat, so they were just kind of looking through the storehouses of the, uh, the flooded fortress, and they found a good supply of uh, salted pork and other rations, because Saruman actually, other than orcs, he did actually have uh, men in his service. They, they were his servants, or some were probably his slaves, honestly. And they were, kinda, they were the people called the Dunlandings, and they kind of lived uh, slightly to the northwest of Isengard. Andy had worm had Wormtongue. Well, yeah, and Wormtongue. Yeah, I guess he was one of the Rohirrim. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, salted pork uh, must have, or I think Gimli, no, they're talking, Mary and Pippin are talking to Gimli, and it was either Mary or Pippin uh, mentioned that it was particularly good salted pork. So... That's good. <laughs> imagine salted pork, and then think about it, like, as particularly good salted pork. Not that's, just good. That's what she get. So, uh... Yeah, so that's a that's the salted pork. So you know, pork's good. Any type of pig is good. Add salt to it. Add it salt makes to it. Particularly makes better. it great. Uh, another big uh, list. Another of, big list. Another big list of foods that were mentioned in Tolkien's writing. There's uh, actually a plethora of them. Oh, oh uh, good word. Are the foods within. Uh, thank you, dude. are the foods within uh, Bilbo's pantries that are mentioned in the book, The Hobbit. So Jay already mentioned a little bit about the uh, the ale and the seed cakes that uh, that, uh Balin asked for right yes. yeah uh, but there was also many other things within Bilbo's pantries because they were uh, said to be very extensive pantries. Bilbo was kind of a, a famous bachelor who had quite a bit of money
1: yeah
0: so he had a lot of food pretty much he's he's that one. Uh, it's like your friend's house. You go to their their parents' house, and they just have a bunch of like little Debbie snacks in there. It's their <laughs> like Jay's in house. Their, in their pantry. It's like Jay's house. Oh yeah, yeah
1: yeah 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 yeah. We get that from Costco, dude. Shout out to Costco. Shout out. Sponsor
0: Costco. us, Costco, dude. Costco. Shout out, dude. Shout out,
2: Zach. Shout out. Oh, to shout out, Co- Costco. Costco.
0: Thank you. <laughs> Thank there you. Go. Hey hey hey. <laughs> So, uh, other than the cakes and the beverages that were mentioned already, there was uh, raspberry jam. Who doesn't love a good raspberry jam? Uh, apple tart. Ooh. Yummy. Mince pies. I've never had a mince pie. But Me neither. I'd like to try. I've said
1: pie. That rhymes. I've had a whole pie and not minced. That's that crazy. Minced,
0: yeah. uh, check this one out. Cheese. Oh! What kind? Do you it know just kind? says cheese. Just cheese? What but kind I c- do
1: you think? Like, if you had to guess, what kind uh, of cheese the hobbit would have? Hmm. So is kind of tough. I feel like maybe Swiss.
0: Yeah, well, Swiss cheese, because I think, well, Tolkien kind of based, like, Rivendell off of, like, a valley in Switzerland, so maybe Swiss cheese is kind of a thing. Maybe Colby.
1: I don't know enough about cheese to know where each type of cheese comes what from. What about
2: provolone? Yeah. Oh, Pro- Italian,
0: man. <laughs> Sharp cheddar.
1: <laughs> I bet, I bet. Mozzarella. I bet he had those. The uh, slices of American cheese that you get, like, oh, the craft ones in the plastic wrappers.
0: All the dwarves are like, hey, can we have some cheese while you're at it? And you just give <laughs> well, them the... craft singles. <laughs> yeah, craft singles, that's what I was, that's what I couldn't think of. Yeah. Yep, those are, those are okay. You can just put those on burger burgers. Burgers. Put them on Put them on burgers and they're good. I work with a guy uh, who's from Kansas and he says boogers. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, that's just his Kansas accent. And I make fun of him for it because it's terrible. That's harassment at work.
1: That's workplace harassment.
0: Okay. I I did not listen to you. What did you say?
1: I said that's workplace harassment. I can't can't hear you. Oh, so (laughs) sorry.
0: Ignorance is bliss. Yeah. Uh, So, uh, more more of the items in Bilbo's pantries are uh, pork pie, which is, I guess, like mince pie, but it's. Not minced meat, it's do you just think, pork. Do you think he might it would be good if they take the particularly good salted pork
1: and make a pork pie out of it? Would it be a particularly good pork pie? Or would it just be Maybe,
0: good? but is it supposed to be like salty? Or is it just supposed know. to be savory? I
1: haven't had pork pie before.
0: You should try it out. Oh. Uh here's another good one. Salads. Oh. I don't know if he had pre made salads, but it just says salads, mm. so like, maybe he got, like, those pre-made salads that come with, like, the, the yeah. little packet of, like, dressing and, like, all those yeah, like and little... Yeah, you put the spice yeah.
1: in there, yeah.
0: Maybe he had those. Uh, eggs, because... Yes, they had chickens. Chickens, and he, I guess he just made a lot of eggs for breakfast. Cold chicken, check it out, they did have chickens. Did you say cold chicken? Yeah, cold he, chicken. He, they eat cold chicken? Yeah, or? because once you cook it, like, well, it's, like, cooked chicken, but mm-hmm. once you cook it, then you can just eat it cold.
1: Oh. I like hot chicken better than cold chicken.
0: And... Pickles. So oh. obviously, Bilbo was a he pickled cucumbers and he mm-hmm. had pickles. I wonder what do you, what do you, what kind of pickles do you think they were? Were they like dill or sweet, or do you think they were spicy? What do you? I think, think you they liked?
1: were dill because that's the best. And the other ones are gross. All
0: right, I'm just I'm gonna keep moving. Do you like <laughs> do you like sweet pickles? Yeah, I like them all. Oh, that... I love all kinds of pickles. Oh,
1: okay, really?
0: Man, I could go. I could put a pickle in my mouth right now, and I oh. any it. kind of pickles, you know guys. Uh, if you're
1: listening, if
0: Oh, uh, yeah. Answer his question. What?
1: <laughs> any any say? kind
2: of pickle?
1: <laughs> yeah. You know, long and green. and. Um, okay, so before Grant <laughs> goes too far with that, I'm going to put, for the Q&A on this episode, I'm going to put uh, ask what your favorite type of pickle is so you can respond with your favorite type of pickle. And Grant's not allowed to respond because we already know it's all of them. Yeah. Uh, so I, no. I want to, though. No, you can't respond. So go on the episode on Spotify and answer what your favorite of pickle is, and it better be dill.
0: And that's it. <laughs> that's the end Jay, of it. Jay, what is your dill? <laughs> what is your dill? That was good. That was good. Thank you. Uh, so that was pretty much all that was mentioned within uh, Bilbo's pantries in The Hobbit. Uh, and other than that, there was uh, a kind of a type of food mentioned in the Silmarillion during the uh, Children of Hurin story, mm-hmm. and it's it's called Earthbread. Oh, that it's, doesn't sound. They good. grow. They grow bread in the earth. No, it's a. <laughs> it's a. It's a type of root similar to a potato. So it's kind of a starchy, uh, root vegetable, I guess. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was. It was found by the dwarves, and the dwarves were able to find the plant within, like forest is where it grew. Mm-hmm. And they, uh, they uh, loved it because it was delicious when you cooked it and they considered it very valuable and precious so they wouldn't let any uh, men or elves uh, know of its properties or know what the plant was because for the most part, elves and men just walked past the plant in the forest and they didn't know. But dwarves found the secret of this root and they would eat it and it was very nutritious and valuable to them.
1: So it's like their version of Lumbus, they don't share it with anybody?
0: Pretty much, yeah. So, it was uh, mentioned in the Silmarillion that it was white and fleshy, and after boiling it in water, it was delicious and tasted just like bread, which is kind of interesting. So, yeah. it kind of, I get I guess, just imagine a potato. And also, then, it's
1: not really a bread, it's just like it's a just root. This, yeah, it's like, so they... it's
0: like a potato. It'd have the consistency of a potato, but it just tastes like bread. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, if you can imagine that. Yeah, uh, yeah so... Yeah, so that's earth bread. Basically, yeah.
1: Yeah, down to earth. That's all it is.
2: This bread, down to <laughs> earth, <laughs> yo. That's for sure. So
0: uh, one of the last things that I got to talk about—it's not really a food. It's—it's it's just kind of—it's herbs. Okay. It's—it's <laughs> it's herbs. It's herbs. Herbs. It's herbs. It's herb, is it herb herbs or, and or
2: herb? Do you pronounce the h? It's herb.
0: No, I don't pronounce the H. It's just herb. It's just quicker to not pronounce the H. Yeah, it's, it's a time-saving well, kind of deal. It's more of a, it's more of a quick herb. <laughs> what kind of
2: like was that? that? It's more of a quick herb.
0: <laughs> so you just
2: don't notice the H. That's so true. Herb. 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 Yeah, you want to see me pronounce the H in herb? <laughs> you want to see me do it again? Yeah.
0: Whoa. whoa,
1: whoa. <laughs> That's crazy, dude. you so fast. Tell us about these herbs.
0: So these are the herbs, and they were found in the land of Athelion, which is in uh, eastern Gondor, just across mm. the Anduin River. Mm. So I'm going to be reading from the two towers in the chapter of Herbs and Stewed rabbits. So there's a reason why it's called that. Uh, oh, yeah. This is uh, page 289, paragraph 2. Uh, okay, i got to do a voice. It's just a narrator, so... Okay. I'll just do. But who's the
1: narrator of Lord of the Rings?
0: It's not Bilbo. I think it's technically Frodo. Technically Frodo. Okay. Okay. So here's my best friend. <laughs> I get impression. nervous. I get nervous. <laughs> I was just gonna do like a, I guess just a storytelling voice, but now I got to do Frodo storytelling. Do Frodo. South and west, it looked towards the warm lower vales of Anduin, shielded from the east by the Ethel Duath, and yet not under the mountain shadow, protected from the north by the Emin Mule, open to the southern airs in the moist winds from the sea far away many great trees grew there planted long ago falling into untended age amid a riot of careless descendants and groves and thickets there were of tamarisk and pungent terebinth of olive and of bay and there were junipers and myrtles and thymes that grew in bushes or with their woody creeping stems mantled in the deep tapestries the hidden stones sages of many kinds put in forth blue flowers or red or pale green and marjorams and new sprouting parsleys and many herbs of forms of scents beyond the garden lore of sam the grats and rocky walls were already starred with saxifrages and stone crops rolls and anemones. <laughs> anemones. You were doing so he good. You were doing role. so good. That's actually a really good voice. <laughs> <laughs> I messed up on anemone. an anemone. 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 What are you Nemo? Because <laughs> I was That's exactly what I was thinking of. Because I, when I when I was starting to read it, I was like, oh, that's just like that's just like finding Nemo. Finding Nemo. It's <laughs> like, it's like finding Nemo where he can't pronounce anemone, and then I messed it up because I kept thinking about it. <laughs> Primroses and anemones were awake in the filbert breaks, and asphodel and many lily flowers nodded their half-opened heads in the grass. Deep green grass beside the pools where falling streams halted in cool hollows on their journey down to the Anduin. That was, so, that was, that was, well, was a good, Elijah Wood. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. I tried my best. Uh, so th- th- those are just all the uh, herbs that were found uh, within the land of Athelian. And so it was, just, it was springtime, so all the plants were starting to sprout. And mm-hmm. obviously Sam was a big gardener, so he knew all the herbs. And obvi- some of them were uh, herbs that he didn't know. So the herbs that were mentioned were... Actually, I'm not sure all of these are herbs, but these are the ones I think are <laughs> herbs. Uh, tamarisk. Terebinth, which those two I've never heard of. Actually, I think I've heard of tamarisk. Uh, olive, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, bay, which yes. you put bay like bay leaves. leaves in soup and stuff like that. Uh, juniper, I'm not really sure if that's a herb, but I know what it is. So. It's a tree, yeah. right? Herb, yeah, it's like got a berry? like little berries yeah. on yeah. the tree. But mm-hmm. yeah, so I guess you could use it uh Myrtle. I think that's a
2: That's herb. a beach. Oh, I've been there. Oh, yeah. Yeah,
1: it's a beach.
0: <laughs> uh time, which we
1: never have enough of, right? Am yeah. I right? Okay. I I used to think that was pronounced Thine, and I until you know, I didn't do much until cooking. today. <laughs> no, until like last year when I was finally corrected that it's time or thyme. <laughs> oh, no, I'm falling, I'm He's falling relapsing. Back into my old habits.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's time you learn a lesson. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, and then the last three were sage, marjoram and parsley, which I know are definitely herbs. Uh, so yeah, those are all the herbs and kind of miscellaneous foods of uh, middle earth that are not cakes or drinks because obviously cakes and drinks were the most popular so. But did you
1: uh, did you mention uh, Sam's concoction of potatoes and rabbit that he made? Yeah,
0: no, I didn't mention it. Oh, do you want to? <laughs> Wait, let me see if I can find it real quick. Talk about something. So, I'm
1: just going to introduce this. This is uh, um, the famous line uh, from uh, the movie where uh, Gollum is asking Sam what he's making. He goes, POTATOES! Um, that was... Um, sorry if that was a bad, Sean Astin. Um, but that's what it, that's just a famous line. And uh, Sam goes on this whole monologue about... Um, all the stuff he puts into his uh, potato stew with rabbit in it, and it's grossing uh, Gollum out because Gollum is like, why don't you just eat it raw, like eat the raw rabbit? He's like, we got to stew it up.
0: Okay, I found it. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, like Jay was saying, there was that whole thing, so Gollum catches a rabbit for them, and then he decides to make it into a stew, so he's got boiling water, uh, I guess rabbit stew Mm -hmm. meat, uh, which is pretty much just in cubes, and uh, so Gollum withdrew grumbling and crawled into the fern. Sam busied himself with his pans. What a Hobbit needs with Coney, he said to himself, is some herbs and roots, especially taters, not to mention bread. Herbs we can manage, seemingly. Gollum, he called softly, third time pays for all. I want some herbs. Gollum's head peeped out of the fern, but his looks were neither helpful nor friendly. A few bay leaves, some thyme, and sage will do before the water boils, said Sam. So those were the herbs that he yeah. was putting into the soup. So
2: You could see the herbs in action. Was, That's crazy. I was really bummed out. I'm going to be honest. I thought Gollum would have a line and that you would do a Gollum voice, but he didn't.
0: Oh, <laughs> I can do a pretty good Gollum can voice. Can you? Can honestly. we hear it? Like yeah. It's it's pretty it's pretty solid. Let me find a, a line. <laughs> well, Grant's doing that. I do want to mention, I just
1: thought of this. Gollum, uh, one of... Part of his diet is uh, uh, raw fish. He just catches the mm-hmm. fish and eats them right off the bone. That's part of his And diet. He, makes really yeah. All right. All right. he makes
2: it look really like good. Yeah. He makes it look good. Like finger-licking uh, good. i like... got to prepare myself.
1: Oh, uh, He makes the fish look good to eat, like tasty, or he makes himself look good while he eats. Like he makes it look good to eat Yes.
2: To both.
1: Wait, who the, is... The I just heard something. Who is that? <laughs> it's Gorlop. Gonna... Go Go oh, my goodness.
0: Gorlop. Smeagol always helps. He brought rabbits, nice rabbits. But Master has gone to sleep, and perhaps Sam wants to sleep. Doesn't want rabbits now. Smeagol tries to help, but he can't catch things all in a minute. Yeah, that was good. That was awesome. Also, keep in mind, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I got a stuffy nose, so just, really good. Jimin
2: Grant It's just, a, just a mere. We've got human. Gollum, and then He's Jay still. has a really good over Stormcloak voice that he did like three times. Yes.
1: <laughs> what is what is what's your voice, Zach? What's your like? Old freak storm. Oh, oh Grant has go to my my go to voice. My,
2: my go-to voice? Ooh, And well, I can go into an old man kind of voice pretty easily. That's kind of that's
1: kind of like uh, uh, Gandalf. a Gandalf. Little, kind of a good little bit like Gandalf, little,
2: just an old man.
0: That's kind of like borderline David Attenborough too. Interesting. Interesting. The most dangerous creature on the earth. The penguin. The Emperor Penguin (laughs) Capable of torpedoing Into the side of a vessel It can break through the hull And
2: drown the whole crew in minutes Some marine biologists Theorize that the Titanic Was not indeed felled (laughs) By an iceberg But by a (laughs) Hurling through the seas At a deadly velocity One thousand miles per hour her nature is wonderful and Earth. We got to Yeah, You're we got to get right right back to right.
1: topic. All right, all right. Because Grant had a few things to talk about with right. orcs and orcs. Orcs. how, how orcs. 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 What is a regular orc's,
2: orcs
0: diet? Man flesh. <laughs> uh, Man flesh. <laughs> Great thing. Man
1: flesh is the diet.
0: So I wanted to kind of uh, have a little discussion, a little chat with you guys. You want to come over here and have a chat, right? Yeah, I, I'm kind of uh, over I'm here, but.
1: Let's do it. I have no clue what Grant's going to talk about. Okay, Zach,
0: we'll wait for you to drive down here, and then we'll have
2: it. All right, but, I'll be right but back. But I'm
1: all ears. <laughs> Guys, Zach Hello? just crashed his car <laughs> and died. <laughs> all right, all right.
2: <laughs> Zach is off the, the, podcast. the
0: I'm David Attenborough. <laughs> we have just been informed that Zach is dead. <laughs> we must... We must end this podcast. No, <laughs> no, no, no. I no, can't no. keep it up. No, uh, disclaimer Zach has not died. I am actually well and alive. Hey, for
1: wait fortune. a room. Oh, stop.
0: Okay, okay. <laughs> Discussion time. So, uh, I wanted to ask you guys uh, your opinion. How did, in the movies, the Arukai uh, or the orcs of Isengard, they mention when they, uh, they kill an orc in kind mm-hmm. of a little skirmish when they have Marion Pippin captured? Uh, they mentioned that, uh, or like one of them says that looks like meat's back on the menu, boys. I don't know. And mm-hmm. then they tear tear the orc limb to limb and just yeah. have an absolute feast on that limb bad to
1: boy. limb, and they filled to the brim. Ooh, nice one. Hey. Hey.
0: <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> so I want to ask you guys, how do you think the orcs know what a menu is? Okay, do you want to go for a second? I've got go a first? pretty so sound
2: a theory. theory that I think. Might hold up in the court of law, to be honest.
1: Okay, Zach goes first, cause I'm not very confident about mine.
2: So, the Orcai were bred by Sauron, of course. Bread? That's a food. Bread? Nah, that's not. That's a different <laughs> okay. thread. I'm not going down that line. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. But, you could argue that Sauron kind of cooked these things up, which means he had to have been a pretty good chef. I think, over in uh, his all little tower. Uh, he oh, has Isengard. his own kind of um, restaurant, like a like an exquisite bistro. And the Urukai were fed; they ate they ate luxuriously in Isengard. And because of Sauron, the head chef, his expertise cooking. Um, so when they say well, meat's back on the menu, you know he was trying to get them leaner. So he kind of took the meat off the menu. And so, you know, they kill one of their own and finally meat's back on the menu. No, wait,
1: Meat would meat make you lean, though. No. Meat would make you
2: lean. Don't don't poke lean. holes oh, in I my know. logic. How gross. dare you. Um, but oh, that. Oh, well, I was gonna say. Yeah, I was just, that's just kind of my theory. Okay, go. Saruman was the head chef. My
1: My theory was that, uh. <laughs> Saruman the cook. <laughs> um. <laughs> Sorry, I just hit the. Okay, my theory was that, um,. So the orcs in Orkai, like, they visit, uh, um... Where do they visit? Dang, what? Mordor. They visit Mordor. Yeah. Yeah? Um, and it's kind of like a mystery of what's behind the gates of Mordor, like, exactly. We know, like, partially of it, but I feel like there's probably, like, a Baskin Robbins or something (laughs) Or a Cracker Barrel. There's gotta be a Cracker Barrel or something. And I feel like there's hidden there, Tolkien had, like, there's probably, like, a few restaurants that they go to. Sit down, obviously, but I guess they would still understand a menu if it was like fast food. But I do think there's like Zach said, restaurants in Isengard. I think there's restaurants in uh, uh, Mordor. Really, that's bold. Cause it's like Mordor, Ordor off Ordor. the menu. Oh, Ordor, ooh, that's menu. really
2: good.
1: I that that just, that was straight off the dome. What would you like to Mordor <laughs> off the menu? <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Go and order Mordor. I I mean Sam and Frodo's yes. journey. Yeah. Would have been a whole lot easier if they could have stopped at like a Baskin Robbins or a Denny's and just had a little chow before. I'm, they Fridays. <laughs> I'm just
0: imagining they go down into Mordor and they're like, like they're like really desperate for water and food, and then they just like come over the crest of this hill, and then they're like, oh. A Cracker Barrel. <laughs> they're looking at the
1: gates. They're looking at the gates and it's all spooky. And then way off in the distance, they see some golden arches. <laughs> it's like one of those like really tall yeah, signs yeah. that you see off highways. Yeah. They're like, wait, wait a second. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Um, wait. Okay, wait, what are you saying? I just thought of this. What's the clown from McDonald's? Ronald? Ronald, Ronald McDonald? McDonald. What if Saruman is Ronald McDonald? What if that's Saruman? <laughs> Because oh. people are scared of cr- clowns and Ronald McDonald.
0: And Sauron is kind of a clown, honestly. Yeah. yeah.
1: He's clowning. He's just clowning. This entire the entire story, he's clowning. Dang. Dang. Well, my theory what, was, us, was my this... theory
0: is pretty similar to Zach's. Is that they kind of had like a dining hall or like a mess hall in Isengard. I- Icing. Icing <laughs> Isengard. Icing. It's a food. That's a little that's, hey. a little. that's a little. That's a little food pun for you guys. Yes, food pun. <laughs> food <laughs> puns are fun. Okay. <laughs> that's awesome, dude. Yeah, I, my theory was that just they just had like a dining hall and there's like this like old crabby lunch lady who's like putting slop on their lunch trays. And they're like, I don't know. I was going to do a voice for her, but I can't think of anything to say. Yeah, I don't know. She no more doesn't... extra Enjoy potatoes.
2: <laughs> you get just enough.
1: <laughs> that was a good one, Zach. Like, We're all out of meat. You're going to have to settle with the
2: potatoes. <laughs> that reminds me of the... What's your name from... What are they selling? Chocolate. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, that That Yeah, the like receptionist.
0: (laughs) What are they selling? Mike Wazowski. (laughs) Mike Wazowski.
1: (laughs) Okay, yeah. (laughs) What the heck? (coughs) Oh, jeez. That really gets my throat. If you guys want to send in your theories on how orcs know what a menu is, uh, please send them to our email, which will be in the description of this episode. Please. I'm begging you. Yes. Um, did you guys want to talk about another thing? Grant brought up was uh, uh, what habits meal ske- the habit meal schedule.
2: Oh yeah, it's an infamous. Oh,
0: I got a good idea. Factory. I got a good one. I have this it is... all written down.
1: Oh wait, wait! Don't look at it. Oh, I have a quiz because in I'm um... not looking at it. By <laughs>
2: way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, in phone, the way, you had it on phone. I could see.
1: Um, oh, let me look it up quick. You might as well ask me since Grant's just got uh, to look not. at it. <laughs> okay, so Hobbit meal plan. I do know this, that in the book there's the uh, Hobbit meals, and then in the movie there's an extra one they have. Oh, really? Oh. And I think Grant's going to get it, but um,
2: uh, I don't know about Zach. i got to find I it probably won't. to make sure I'm going to be right. 100% honest. I don't even know if I can remember all the ones they mention in the movie.
1: So, there are, in the in the books, there are six Hobbit meals mentioned uh, that the Hobbits eat. And in the movies, there are seven mentioned. So, I'm going to read off all seven, and you guys have to tell me which one is not in the books, but it's from the movies. Oh, so, there, um, there... Wait, let me make sure. Okay, there's breakfast, second breakfast, elevensies... Luncheon, afternoon tea, dinner, and supper. So six of those are from the book, and one of them isn't. Do you know? I feel like you know. I was talking to Graham when I said that. For the listeners. That was seven. Hold on, I breakfast. Yeah, Second seven. breakfast, eleven Z's, luncheon, afternoon tea, dinner, oh, and yeah, supper. Oh yeah, that was seven. So which one do you guys think? Uh, I wrote I wrote all seven of these down too.
2: I, I, I don't
0: know which one is from the movie. Now. I knew which
1: one it was because I saw it a while ago, and then I just remembered, but I couldn't remember all the other ones. So, um, do you both have your answer? Or Hold do on. You? I'll read them off again.
2: I got my answer.
1: There, There's breakfast, second breakfast, elevensies, luncheon, afternoon tea, dinner, and supper.
0: Uh, I think it's kind of between two for me. Oh,
1: you know what? Me too. Hmm. Wait, you know what, Grant, take out your, your bud, because Zach has this, and Zach will tell me his, and I'll tell him if it's right or not. And then okay. He, okay, Zach, Grant can't hear, so say what you think the answer Should is. Should I give just
2: one, or the two I'm thinking of? No, you can only give one answer. Okay. You have to give your final pick. Uh, afternoon tea.
1: That's wrong.
0: Shoot. Okay, Grant, put it back in. Zach got it wrong. Okay, now you want me to guess? Mm-hmm. So... I might get it wrong, but I could also get it right. <laughs> Those are the only ways it could go. <laughs> well. <laughs> I feel like Zach would have guessed second breakfast because that's the only one that they really mention, like, thoroughly in the movies. Mm-hmm. When Pippin is like, "Well, oh, we've had one breakfast, but what about second <laughs> breakfast? Classic. Mm-hmm. And then Aragorn just chucks an apple at him. Mm-hmm. So... I'm not sure if
1: that's the right one. Here, why don't you give me your two? Because Zach said it, and you give me your two. I won't tell you if either of them are right, but I just want to hear what you're thinking. All right, my two are
0: second breakfast, and I know 11 C's is in it in the books. I know, I feel like it might be afternoon tea.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I feel like luncheon, though, It luncheon's got to be in there let will just go with afternoon tea and You're going breakfast. with afternoon tea, yeah. You both
1: picked afternoon <laughs> tea, which is wrong. It's uh, second breakfast. It's second
2: the breakfast oh. wasn't in the, book. the books.
1: No, it's oh, only in the movies. They really hammer that There's one down There's only breakfast, in the and then it goes to eleven z's. Yeah.
0: See, I like. I know that's,
1: second breakfast was mentioned in the movies. Mm-hmm. It's that's why it's a trick question because they talk. That's the one that they talk about
2: a ton. I was either gonna uh, guess afternoon tea or dinner. Because
0: I so I got it half right. So
2: yeah. Yeah. Dinner was going to
1: be your guess? Yeah, well, <laughs> Out of the worst, they said supper and dinner. I mean,
2: I didn't know if that was in the book or not.
0: Yeah. Well, one thing my wife told me is that dinner doesn't we necessarily have to be like. up your wife again. Yeah. So I'm actually married.
2: Oh. Whoa. Uh, congratulations.
0: Just kidding. just kidding. Don't say her name.
1: Don't say her okay. name. What's your wife's so name? Apparently What's your dinner... maiden name?
2: You <laughs> know, uh. <laughs> Oh, sorry. <laughs> I just touched Grant's knee. <laughs> yeah. Grant's uh, trying to... My wife is uh, Jay. Jason, oh, my... Jay's trying to uh, Grant's
0: wife. Uh, she, she told me that dinner doesn't necessarily have to be, like, an evening meal. It's mostly just the biggest meal of the day. Mm-hmm. But the the on the website that I was reading all the... <laughs> <You> know, so... <laughs> is that dinner was at 6 p.m. for the hobbits and that it was the largest meal of the day with with, with, with the lots of meat <laughs> with the lots of meat. with the lots, I'm of, Mario, with the lots of meat oh snap <laughs> with the, with, <laughs> I can't talk right with lots of meat vegetables breads and cheeses so that was their largest meal was dinner yeah and then supper was similar to dinner but it was uh, less filling it was just kind of like a after-supper or after-dinner mm-hmm. snack. Interesting. So. What does it yeah. say about afternoon well, tea? Saying...
2: Like, what do we know about
0: that? Uh, that was a kind of like a sweeter snack, like a cake with tea or coffee.
2: Um, well, an
1: interesting fact, a book I just read called Magic Mountain, they talk about second breakfast in it. Brokeback have... Mountain? No, <laughs> Magic <laughs> Mountain. <laughs> Magic Mike? No, not Brokeback Mountain. Nope, not Magic Mike or Brokeback Mountain. But they mention... Same movie. You're our fans of both of those, though, right? Huh? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish I knew how to quit you, Magic Mike.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, the crossover we didn't know we needed.
1: Yeah. They talk about Second Breakfast. They also talk about Third Breakfast. But maybe that... Because that book came out in the 20s. Maybe that's where Peter Jackson got his inspiration for Second Breakfast came from. But that's just a theory. Don't say it.
2: Don't say it guys. A game theory. Oh, no. Thanks for listening.
1: Yeah, we'll just end the podcast there. Thanks for, <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening to there. this episode. Uh have a great Thanksgiving. Uh thanks. Yeah. yeah. Thanks a lot. Have actually. a great have a, and if you're thanks. in Europe and for some reason you celebrate Thanksgiving, have a great Thanksgiving
2: thanksgiving in it. or
0: thanksgiving oh that's
1: yeah 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 there, i so, mean there's a lot of european yeah.
0: nationalities so if don't you're don't...
1: not american mm-hmm. or if you're not in america <laughs> or don't celebrate thanksgiving have a good day but if you're in america yeah. or celebrate thanksgiving have a good thanksgiving
2: think about what are you thankful for and, and why it. is it another episode of exploring the world. <laughs>
1: i was just gonna say it better be this <laughs> podcast and also <laughs> this is our uh special episode 10. Oh, our it is episode, episode
2: 10. Yeah. Episode 10. Wow, what
0: a milestone. I never thought we'd give 10,000 <laughs> listeners. 10,000 episodes. Or did I say 100,000? <laughs> you said 100,000. So, yeah, wow. give you a hand. 500,000 sh- okay.
2: <laughs> <I'm not> listeners.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I just gave Jay a hand, <laughs> so. <laughs> no one. Don't don't wanna... Please no that. Th- in my <laughs> hand. I have some bleep I'm going to believe it though. It's so funny. <laughs> 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 Okay, um, yeah, thanks Grant, for listening to next time to you our... see
2: me, you gotta give me a hand. <laughs>
0: I'll, I'll give you the longest hand <laughs> you've ever had.
1: <laughs> thanks for listening to our 10th episode. I'm really gonna enjoy Thanksgiving it. special. Have a great Thanksgiving or day. Um, and, uh, check back for... That. <laughs> that just sounds so lame. Have a good day.
0: Or day. Well, if they
1: don't celebrate Thanksgiving, they just have a good Some day. Some people don't. I know, I know. Have a good day. Um, and we'll see you guys next time. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to this episode of Exploring Middle-Earth. Grant, Zach, and I had a great time making it, we hope you enjoyed listening to it. If you do enjoy the podcast and want to support us, there's two ways you can do that. One way is to rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts. This helps us a lot because it builds up our reputation. You can also share this episode or the podcast with your friends. You can find us on Instagram at middle underscore Earth or on Twitter at EXPMiddleEarth, where we will post updates and behind-the-scenes pictures. The link to that will be in the show notes. Each episode goes up every other Monday, so episode 11 will be up December 6th, so be on the lookout for that. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.